Hey everybody, welcome to episode 104 of the Wolfpack Podcast. Doing something different with this episode. Typically I record episodes at least a couple weeks in advance, or I'll batch record them just so I can be prepared and be consistent. Uh, Two years of the podcast, over 100 episodes, I've never missed a week, ever. Um, But instead of recording ahead, I'm literally recording that, you know, this, what's the date? The, uh, this episode will release on January 14th in the year 2022, and I'm recording it late in the eve on January 13th. So that's the different thing. It doesn't really matter to whoever's listening, but uh, it's something different. Um, I'm taking some time to abstain from certain foods and, uh, and from television, as my family does. Uh, in the month of January every year, just to start, just to start the year off disciplined and right, and uh, so I was like, ah, oh, well, I have this this evening opened up some time for something like this. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So I come home from work today. My wife's standing there, getting ready to make dinner. I look at her. I says, "What's for dinner?" She looks at me and says, "Salisbury steak." I looked that woman in the eye and said, uh, that sounds good. I just I just thought about that scenario and it kind of cracked me up. I don't know, maybe it's just what she was making for dinner, Salisbury steak. I just thought that that food kind of lent itself to that type of story. But in all honesty, probably a really bad husband story because you would think it would end with him being like, I looked her in the eye and said I'm going to get chicken wings or something like that. Uh but, man, when was the last time you had a Salisbury steak? <laughs> it was a Pinterest thing. She's she's looking through Pinterest, see Salisbury steak, and some recipe, and it just struck her. She's like, oh, I haven't even heard the word Salisbury steak, you know, in about a baker's dozen years. Either had I. I don't think I've ever had a Salisbury steak that wasn't frozen. You know what I mean? Like TV dinner. Uh, but I haven't had a TV dinner in a long time either. Uh but I had this Salisbury steak with mashed potatoes, and it was, uh, yeah, really, really good. I said to her, it was like, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite literally meat and potatoes. But I said to my wife, I was like, I, this is such like a wholesome meat and potatoes meal that it just puts me in those days when I would have, when all I would eat was like, um, you know, maybe once or, you know, just a handful of times a week I would have anything that resembled a meal because uh, I was so poor and lost and whatever, not taking care of myself. But then you somehow you end up back at, like, your mom's house or, or a friend's parent's house and uh, you eat a meal, like a home-cooked... A home cooked, it was like a good home-cooked meal. That's what I'm trying to say, and it was really good. Well, as you know, on the Wolfpack Podcast, this is the show where if you uh, have something smart to say, somebody probably already said it better. So we just share resources. We consume things and then share them. And I have a few things that I've consumed recently that I want to share with you on episode 104 of the Wolfpack Podcast. Uh, but first, reminder, Doubters Club, a little group I'm starting, a club I'm starting. It's a basically a conversation group. What is Doubters Club? What do you do? In its purest form, we sit around, eat food, and talk, okay? You can come and not talk. You can come and just listen. 
uh, to the conversation that we have, but it is very laid back, very casual. My Doubters Club starts on February 6th. We will meet at Cornerstone Sports Bar and Grill in Oconomowoc. You can call or text me uh, if you would like. You could even reach out to me via the podcast and leave a voice message. Uh, my number is 608-359-2979. Yeah, I'm giving it away on a podcast. I'm not so important or such a big deal that I can't do that. Text me and say, hey, I want more information. Or, hey, I want to come to your doubters club. Uh, it's for Christians, atheists, agnostics, uh, people who are Christians but are kind of shaking in their boots because they have their doubts and uh, they don't know what to do about it. Hey, man, come out. This could not be a safer place to come and, and express doubt. Uh, or express what you do believe and hear from people who maybe don't agree. It's not a debate club. It's not going to be uncomfortable that way. But I encourage you to come out for our Doubters Club. February 6th, Cornerstone, Sports Barn Grill. I'll buy some apps. If you're a vegetarian, let me know. I'll get some uh, potato skins or whatever. Resources. First, homemade electrolyte mix. I'm not going to buy Gatorade, too much sugar. I'm not going to spend the money on zero sugar Gatorade. I'm not going to I'm not going to spend a ton of money on electrolyte. That's part of my problem. There's so many things that I want but I'm not willing to pay the price for it. It's just the thing. It's something as simple as like I want these pants. Well, those pants cost uh, you know, $65. Nope. Not going to happen. So anyways, I want to stay hydrated, and so I've been looking into like homemade electrolyte, and I found one that I like. Um, I can't say it's just the, the magic bullet, but it tastes good, and it, I mean, the science is there. It's full of stuff that's supposed to help me stay hydrated. So it's like my, I call it homemade Gatorade. It's just water, obviously. Like I do like two pints of water. I do like a two-second pour of lemon juice. I do like a two-finger pinch of Himalayan sea salt, and then I do a four-second pour of honey, and then I shake, shake, shake it up, and it tastes real good. It's like honey, lemon, salt water, and uh, it's really good. And uh, in theory, it should be giving me the electrolytes that I need. I thought you might be interested. What's extra fun is to make the water be hot and put it in like a to-go mug. Then you have like this warm, honey, salty lemon water. And uh, you can't taste the salt too much, actually. But if, you, if you use like Himalayan sea salt, it's not as like salty tasting as table salt. Um, otherwise, you can go ahead and put a straw in your water softener tank and start to drink and see what happens. Just joshing. Homemade electrolyte mix. Uh, it's good cold. It's good hot. Might even be good warm. But I still can't seem to get totally... I think it's a timing thing that I'm not staying hydrated. Hydrated. So if you're listening to this and you go, dude, I know what you're doing wrong, or I have that same problem, tell me, how do I stay hydrated? And I don't want to... If you use one of those jugs that tells you where you should be throughout the day, good for you, but I don't want to do it, okay? If you're going to recommend to me something that... It's like a smart bottle, and it vibrates every time you should take a drink. No, thank you. I don't want to do that. Uh... So if I'm being like, I want a thing, but I don't want to work to do it. Okay, maybe that's me. Second thing is a book. It reads like a devotional. It's called Just This by a guy named Richard Rohr. Very good uh, daily contemplations. Uh, Richard Rohr, Rohr controversial uh, philosopher. Uh, but I like him. He's mostly great. Um, he's not all good, but uh, do, do they need to be? In You know what I mean? Uh I mean, I think there's like a threshold there 
if you're off your rocker enough, I might choose to not read you or read your stuff. Richard Rohr, I think, is is there is right there for a lot of things, um, at least for my brain type as far as the contemplation stuff. Last resource is an article I read. And uh, I got the article from a resource that I've used in the past. If you can go back to a, an interview with a guy named Jason Woodruff, he has an e-newsletter called The Pour Over, and it's in The Pour Over that I found this final resource. And um, here, let me just read the headline so I, so you can... So that you can hear it. In first, a first U.S. surgeons transplant pig heart into human patient. So I guess they, they didn't just take a regular old pig. They had to genetically, they had a pig who they were treating. Like they were doing genetic modifications to the pig. And then for the sake of this transplant. So obviously something was happening to the pig's heart and a guy who needed a heart transplant uh, received this pig's heart. Crazy. I mean, crazy. You know what? If that works, you know what that could do for like wait lists for people? And I think that, I mean, I think I probably took that straight out of the article, but I thought that was the most interesting point. People that are just sitting there twiddling their thumbs going, might die! Waiting, you know what I mean? It You might not now, buddy, because uh, there's, you know, pigs with hearts genetically modified. So I, I, I don't know. I, I need I need to I need to think it through. I'm not saying I have some moral obligation against it. What I am saying is I get the feeling that there's a lot to think about here. Um, I'm not like an animal guy, but that idea is certainly there um, I think humans are more important than animals I do believe that but um, I gotta think about that like is that man I kind of feel for the pigs a little bit um, and then I guess I don't know I don't have anything to say about if it's right for a human to have an animal I mean we use like cow tendons in shoulder surgeries and stuff like that We, I mean we eat animals <laughs> So, I mean, it's not, if you just think about it purely, it's not much different than that. That part of that animal is becoming a part of you. So, but all I'm saying is there's, I'm sure there's just a lot to think about with it. Anyways, thank you for listening to this episode of the Wolfpack Podcast. My name is Tyler Wolf, and we will see you same time and place next week.